Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, let's go. Let's go on. Ah, you know what day it is. Is it Wednesday? Is it Thursday? Who cares? We have a Rose Bowl to recap. We have, I think, one of the more interesting NFL conspiracy theories involving why Jason Garrett is still the head coach of the Cowboys to hash through. And anytime you're talking NFL and it's the playoffs, it's about, what, a 20-year tradition that we're trying to bury the Patriots. So we'll dive into it all on yet another edition of the Ben Maller Show. And to make sure that the Maller Militia is happy tonight, the entire crew is back, 86 Big Ben. Uh, Eddie Garcia on updates. You just heard him tonight. We'll get Eddie in here coming up in just a bit. Uh, Red Rob Roberto on the Wheels of Steel Koopaloop. Coop and his big head was all over my Twitter feed this week, Coop. The Maller Militia loves you in Seattle. Big head, man. That's that's big time. So the crew's here. I'm fired up. The best way to get in touch with the show, as always, is to pick up the phone and call, though. I don't think I've used my phone to make a call in a year, but you should at 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Twitter is not only the best way to venture frustrations, uh, just basically get as angry as you want. But it's also, to me, the best way to get in touch with the show. I'm at Plank Show, uh, at Eddie on Fox, at Raider underscore Rob. And I always forget it, Coop. What is it? Something about the Broncos on there or something as far as your Twitter feed? Yeah, haha, you forgot. By the way, congrats on the win. Congrats on moving us up five draft spots and earning the title <laughs> of the Denver Broncos being a team to talk about during the offseason. You're welcome. Right? Still bitter about that. Uh, at UH Bronco fan for Coop as well. All right. Uh, and and as always, as always, we're all about your interaction throughout the night. As I mentioned, tons of NFL to get to, tons of bowl reaction. Though I, I found it interesting last night in 
trying to get into the poll games, it was an abjunct failure. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of things that when you look back on, you're like, ah, maybe that segment worked, maybe that didn't. I came to the realization that we have a level of couldn't care less at about uh, nine and a half out of ten when it comes to bowl games in college football at this point. And I and I'm not just saying people that are up at this ridiculous hour of night in the Central and Eastern Time Zone. It just seems to be that way in general. So I think, I hope that maybe what we had tonight in the Rose Bowl, Sugar Bowl was okay, even though it may have been the longest college football game ever. And we always get into a good old-fashioned Big Ten v. SEC kind of comparison when you have two of the Blue Bloods go at it. But today for me, as we kick things off on another edition of the Ben Maller Show, today wasn't even about college football and its bowl games. And I'm a, I'm a diehard college football fan. I mean, it's it's my job. It's what I live. It's what I do. Today was more about celebrating what was, without a doubt, one of the greatest tenures in sports. And that is David Stern as the commissioner of the NBA as he passed away after what what a brain hemorrhage about a week and a half ago. Now, I, I understand. I, I get it that when someone passes away, we usually get caught up in the greatness of the person, and usually and typically we, we can make someone out to be just a little bit more than they were. I mean, I'm, we've all seen it. We've all experienced it in life. We remember only the good. We typically push aside the bad. It's natural. It's what we do. It's life, right? And death in this case. But today, to me, has been pretty amazing. And in celebrating the life of David Stern, we, I guess I should say the royal we, those who covered him closely, those who were on the NBA beat or a team beat, it's almost as if today was about accepting the shortcomings, the temper, the standoffish nature that came with one David Stern, all the things that we usually don't talk about when someone has passed. It was almost like we were celebrating today with David Stern. And I feel very confident when I say this. And this comes from someone who, as a Lakers fan, was very bitter about the whole Chris Paul saga. Without a doubt, he was one of the greatest commissioners in the history of professional sports. Not just the NBA. Not just the NBA, where maybe you know uh, – Larry O'Brien was a commissioner, and Adam Silver is the commissioner now. You know, in the NFL, we could probably go about four deep in some of the commissioners that we know. Major League Baseball obviously had a, had a little bit longer list depth chart-wise of commissioners we may know. Most of us only had David Stern as the commissioner of the NBA in most of our lifetime. So I, I understand that it's kind of a small sample size. But to me, I, I think with what he did, he was, without a doubt, the greatest commissioner in the history of sports. And I don't just relegate that to the NBA. He wanted to expand the global reach of the NBA. He wanted the league to grow. And it did. I mean, listen, we can we can sit here and debate tonight if you want what's wrong with I don't think we need to get knee deep in oh my gosh, the NBA's in so much trouble and the TV ratings are down and nobody's watching. It's it's a West Coast league now after we grinched and moaned that it was too much of an East Coast league for a long time. I, I don't I don't think that's the nature of what we do here tonight based on the history and the legacy that David Stern has left. He he wanted to grow the sport, and he did. Internationally was a big deal to him. You know, we he, there was a great Sports Illustrated cover, I, I guess you could say maybe early in his tenure as the commissioner, that had NBA teams all over the globe. I mean, from Tel Aviv to different places across England. I mean, it it was really his goal. It's kind of funny now to see what the NFL is doing, but it was really his goal to try to have a team overseas. Now, while the game grew and became more global than ever, and you had guys like the the Tony Kukoches of the world and the Dirk Nowitzki that, that brought a foreign brand of basketball to the NBA, we never qu quite reached the, oh, I don't know if, if, if a fair way to say it is a true NBA team. Overseas, I mean, the Rockets kind of became China's team because of Yao Ming. It kind of look at Dirk Nowitzki in Germany. But you never truly ended up with a team overseas like he wanted. But to that, he, he grew the brand globally. It, it, I think one of my favorite David Stern 
issues was the dress code when Tim Duncan would be showing up in, what, sweats and a hoodie. What we didn't realize is that was truly how Tim Duncan dressed. And in trying to implement a dress code that at the time many people looked at and tried to find some underlying theme beyond just that he wanted guys to look the part. I mean, I can, I'm old enough to remember conversations on this network about, oh, what's the undertones of trying to tell people how to dress? How dare you, David Stern? And it's kind of catapulted the league to where pregame has become almost a fashion show. Uh, he, he was a guy to me that didn't have a problem being the bad guy. And from someone, I, I, I'm not good at that. You know, I, I, I struggle with that. I had to block my first person on Twitter because I, I'm not a, I can't handle criticism in, to a certain degree. I don't like being the bad guy. I like being positive. I like being glass half full kind of person. David Stern couldn't care less about this. And I appreciated that. He wasn't afraid to, to be the least popular person. He definitely didn't shy away from the standoffish nature of some of his owners and would go head to head and didn't, didn't really seek out popularity. He embraced conflict. I, I suck at conflict. Ask my wife. She wins every argument. Ask my Sunday night host, Arnie Spanier. Instead of fighting with him, I have a brain. I, I, my head explodes. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm muting the mic. I'm going to cuss out loud. And now we'll have this conversation. He was all about it. I mean, and I'm still bitter about vetoing the trade of Chris Paul. But he would accept the repercussions from anybody who was going to complain. And if you look back at what many has have pointed out tonight as maybe his shining moment, 1991, Magic Johnson diagnosed with HIV. I mean, as as a 16-year-old kid watching that, I was pretty sure Magic Johnson was going to die and that anyone that uh, shook his hand was probably going to get HIV. That's just how clueless we were. David Stern stood up and said, no, that's we're going to embrace Magic. And they did. And it kind of changed in a lot of our eyes the way in which that disease was perceived and the way in which the NBA would become more player-centric. And I, I just as, as a wrap on this, I mean, I, I wish I could have been a fly on the wall for some of those conversations that he had with Mark Cuban because those had to be fascinating. But I, I, think, I think in life we all kind of look at different ways to determine success. We either want to grow our brand. We want to make more money. We want to be better husbands or wives or or partners and whatever it might be. We want to find for some of you more strength in our faith. We want to read more. We want to exercise more, whatever it might be. Maybe put the phone down more as we're kind of in this era of, or at least this time right now of new year's resolutions. But as we sit here today and we celebrate the life and the legacy of David Stern, uh, it appears to me as if he's one of the few people who kind of accomplished just about every professional goal imaginable that he had for the NBA. I mean, I, I don't have to sit here and tell you about the tape delay era. I mean, <laughs> in, the, in the early 80s, the NBA finals were on after your late local news. You know, it's like, coming up next, Johnny Carson. Then after Johnny Carson, game four of the NBA. And I, again, it was on... It wasn't on NBC, but it was on CBS at that time, and it was tape delayed. So it was a disaster from a TV rights perspective, and he changed that. Oh, and then one other thing, too, which is kind of wild looking back now. The NBA had a big drug problem in the early 80s, and I'm not just talking weed. The uh, I, I don't know what the best way to describe the cocaine on the air is, nose candy, whatever way you want to look at it. It was an issue in the NBA, and he became one of the first commissioners to come up with a league-wide drug testing policy and then implementing a plan to kind of stand up against it. So David Stern, who had been the commissioner for, gosh, the, the better part of, what, 30 years in the NBA from 84 to 2014, passing away today in one of my uh, – in my opinion, one of the greatest commissioners in all of sports. And as the night rolls on, we'll sprinkle in some of the – Reaction from the players throughout the league, former players, administrators, writers, as you might imagine, tributes have been pouring in throughout the evening. But uh, he was something pretty special, and he grew the NBA to what it is today. All right, with that all in mind, let's welcome in the crew. He is back after taking one night off. Hashtag no days off for Eddie Garcia. The man, the myth, the legend is back. Missed you last night, Eddie. How was your New Year's Eve celebration? 
uh, subdued but enjoyable. Just uh, just family uh, get together was not uh, any any kind of uh, outrageous uh, get drunk and uh, collapse somewhere. It was uh, <laughs> yeah, just very low key, very low key. Yeah, I, it was kind of low key on the show. You know, I have a, th- I guess I have a plan whenever it comes to this program. It's it's either the two energy drinks I have behind door number one or it's the six pack of paps blue ribbon that i have behind door number two we didn't have to break out the pbr last night but but you were missed and it was somewhat subdued on the show as well too so i i did you get to take in hockey today or no oh absolutely no you know i'm a huge hockey fan so the, I, I mean there were there were i i was sad to miss minnesota auburn because that looked like it was a pretty good game but uh, I, I checked out the winter classic thought it was an awesome event that, down there in dallas at the cotton bowl when i first heard it was at the cotton bowl it's kind of like Ugh, i don't know about that but turned out to be uh be awesome as somebody who has spent many a saturdays in the cotton bowl yeah i was i was surprised by how smooth it seemed everything went i mean there's you realize there's two games that are played at the Cotton Bowl the entire – there's two football games. There's And it's not the Cotton Bowl anymore. No. The, <laughs> the Cotton Bowl is played at AT&T Stadium right. where the Cowboys play. It's OU Texas, and it's – I can't think it's um, like Texas Southern and somebody plays. And that's it. So you have basically two events in an arena all year – or stadium, I should say, all year long. And then they added hockey, and – I don't know, Eddie. I guess it looked like it went off without a hitch today, didn't it? Well, I know they had some weather issues uh, a couple days before, a lot of rain, and they had to like completely redo the ice a couple days before, oh, uh, which isn't something you just do, you know, in like a day. It takes a couple days, but uh, evidently they were able to to get it. They worked, you know, through the through the night uh, and were able to get it to work uh, out. And the conditions, you know, those outdoor games are never great, but. It's you know the same for both sides. It's kind of like I guess playing a football game in some inclement weather. You do get the puck bouncing around a little bit here and there, but but it looked like it went off pretty well. Smooth, baby. Well, we'll have to talk a little bit more about uh, the Lord's game hockey coming up a little bit later on in the program. Uh, Red Rob Roberto running the show. Coop on the uh, phones at eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Uh, Roberto, any crazy stories from New Year's Eve, or were you subdued as well? Didn't end up slumped over anywhere on uh, on Tuesday night. Nah, chilled at the house with the wife, daughter, my brother, sister-in-law, and the godson. So, Look at you, Coop. Someone had to get wild on this show last night. Coop, did you? No? Yes? No? Maybe? Uh, you know. <laughs> well, that's to, not the to, best answer I've to ever be heard fair, about anything. Coop's uh, choice uh, to uh, party with leads to being subdued, if you will, right? Exactly. I'm not. I'm not really. Uh, you know, I don't drink, so yeah, doesn't get too wild. Did you see the lines in Illinois? By the way, today, Illinois became uh, Illinois became, I think, what the fourth state to legalize weed recreationally. We have medicinal weed here in in Oklahoma, boys. You have to get a. I don't think the word is a permit. A doctor has to kind of give you what's what's basically called a marijuana card and you you can go to a this shows you how stringent the process is eddie you have to go to a website and and type in a few things to get your weed card but in uh in illinois today boom it became legal and the lines were substantial so kudos Kudos to Illinois today. A good laid back New Year's Eve. We didn't do a damn thing on the show last night. And I I stand up against the claims already being made by Terry on Twitter at Plank Show. At Plank Show on Twitter, at Eddie on Fox. You can hit up the whole crew. We did not do List Radio last night, Terry. Stop it. That's not my MO. That's not what this is about. How dare how dare I actually mention some of the top stories from the decade? I think we mentioned two. I don't know if two's really a list, is it? Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. 
if you dare. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I am all in now and have been for the better part of the last week on the Dallas Cowboys job, and I don't know why. I don't like the Cowboys. I'm not a fan. I had to fight with people last night about the NFL being better when Dallas is good. And I'm not saying it to hate. Well, I guess I am hating. I just, I'm not a fan. Never have been. But yet I'm in this position to where you kind of look at it and you realize, damn, this is dominating the headlines beyond anything else. It's We have the playoffs starting right now. But yet, what are people talking about? Boy, what's Jerry Jones doing? What's going on? Why the delay? Why haven't we seen any movement? Now, I know that that's probably falling on somewhat deaf ears in in Minnesota and in Nashville and in places where your team is actually playing this weekend. But across the board, this is the biggest story in the NFL right now. So I did a little digging because Eddie got my mind thinking during the last segment about potential replacements beyond just chasing a Josh McDaniels. And I'll have a couple of notes on college targets as well later on here on the Ben Maller show but Mike Zimmer did get extended beyond 2019 this offseason and uh, ended up getting a, a, a one-year extension on his deal and maybe just maybe being mentioned in this cowboy conversation could get that deal extended longer or maybe Rick Spielman in Minnesota move on there was an article on I think it was sometimes I'm hesitant to give credit to like the yard barkers or the fan-sided sites because they're just basically aggregation. You say one thing and it ends up being a headline. It's the re- most ridiculous thing ever. But still, this was well done. And there had been some noise that Zimmer's job is on the line if they don't make a deep run in the playoffs, which to me, based on where Minnesota is now and where they've been over the last 20 years, I think it's kind of crazy. I think Zimmer's done a heck of a job. And, and it might be a situation – in Dallas where he's had many opportunities to potentially be the choice of Jerry Jones uh, Jones and the Cowboys for years. I mean, the dude was there in 94. He was there through 2000 and what, seven? I mean, you're there 13 years, and you don't get an opportunity to become the head coach. You're constantly kind of viewed as a defensive-minded guy, and, and you – not really given the reins. So I, I could understand, too, where maybe for, a, maybe for a, a Zimmer that you look at it and say, yeah, you know, appreciate the opportunity, but I'm not going to talk to you. I'm not going to do it. And <laughs> I guess if you go with the motivational mindset, 
and I heard Jonas talking about this on, what was that, Monday night. Minnesota was left out of the playoff promo. <laughs> so maybe maybe they've got a little bit more juice on that front. But as Ian Rappaport reported earlier this week, among the likely targets include not only three college coaches, but the potential to trade for someone like Mike Zimmer. Who, by the way, boys, if I call him Don Zimmer, for some reason... Uh, whenever Eddie reported on Don Larson, I started talking about Don Zimmer during the break. So we're off to a roaring start with my mind here. Today. <laughs> I said no when I meant to say yes. And I was having a long-term conversation about how I thought Don Zimmer had actually passed away years ago when, spoiler alert, he had. And Eddie was talking about Don Larson. So just to kind of defend myself and call myself out so you don't have to. If in talking about Mike Zimmer, I call him Don Zimmer, just bust me out on it. We've seen coaches get traded for before. I mean, obviously, the, the Raiders picked up a bunch of draft picks for John Gruden back in 2002, and I didn't realize this. The Buccaneers had to send a sixth-round pick to Arizona for Bruce Arians last offseason. But if you truly think about it, you're, you're looking at a guy that has had, I don't want to say unparalleled success because Minnesota's been a team that's gone to Super Bowls before. I don't want to get too carried away here. But as far as regular season success, it's pretty impressive what you've seen so far out of the the run that Mike Zimmer has had as the Minnesota Vikings head coach. Uh, Arik checks in on Twitter. Zimmer is going nowhere. The Cowboys have a better chance of getting Woody Hayes to coach. Leave my Vikings alone. Bro, now that would be something, would it not? If Woody Hayes... May he rest in peace. Suddenly shows up as the next head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Eddie writes, Brady and McDaniels plus a Lego head of Steve Harvey will end up in Dallas for Jerry Jones. And adds, the Jason Garrett conspiracy theory you outlined is true. Edward Snowden said so. Ah, political humor. I like it. And, yeah, you know, it's kind of interesting. I was thinking about it. At Shady Sean 420. Don't know what that 420 means, Sean. I'll have to Google it up. But he'd actually brought up this theory over the weekend and again I'm not saying that I'm all in on the idea that Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones are waiting for the opportunity to to talk to Josh McDaniels and their target and their eyes on maybe making a push for Tom Brady but I think it's interesting and I don't know would that be considered a combo deal Eddie I think you hit it on the head too before we get to the phones at 877-99 on Fox 877-996-6369 and I love Tom Brady. I mean, what he's done is incredible. But, Eddie, if you're going out and you're trying to find yourself a guy to win you some football games, Tom Brady sounds all well and good, but are we not talking about a guy that's on the the, the downward roll of his NFL career right now? Is that really a direction you go if you're trying to generate a spark for your franchise? I don't think so. No, I, I agree. I, I I mean, maybe Brady will bounce back next year, or maybe he goes someplace else and proves us all wrong. But, I mean, we've all been saying it, as as amazing as, as he's been over his career, at some point, right, age catches up with you, and usually it hits you hard. And it, it seems like that's happened this year. Age is undefeated, y'all. I know it sounds crazy because we see all the videos. We see the the workouts. We see he's in great shape. Dude looks like he's in his early 30s. But at some point, I mean, you, Arnie says this a lot on Sunday nights. Eventually, the building stops. At some point, the skyscraper reaches a level where it can't grow anymore. And maybe that's what we're dealing with with Brady. Let me get a call in on this or two, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Let's, uh, let's get Christine in here, who's in Minnesota, a little perspective on Jason, Jason Garrett. What's going on, Christine? Welcome to Fox Sports hey Radio. Hey there, thanks. I listen every night, by the way. Um, and the thing about um, Zimmer, there's been a lot of talk locally um, about him going to Dallas. And the reason why Jerry is drawing this out is he's trying to figure out a way to keep um, a Jason in-house as maybe like a player rep- representative or some kind of scout or something like that, and then bringing in Zimmer after the Vikings lose this weekend, which I hate to say it, but I really, really think we're going to. Um, and that um, the... Uh, Ziggy and and whatever are going to clean house here and start over. Um, so that that seems pretty reasonable to me. Um, 
I would not bring in Kevin Stefanski if I was anyone. He's only had one year of offensive coaching, and he didn't really start doing good until we brought in Gary Kubiak. And I know Kubiak doesn't want a head coaching position because of his health, but he'd be a damn good um, offensive coordinator again. He's done really good. He, um, you know, we're, our playoff chances are crap right now. But with Dallas, you know, I really think that Jerry's trying to figure out a way to keep keep what he wants and bring in a Zimmer or someone like that. It's uh, it's a fair point, Christine, and I appreciate the phone call. And I saw this laid out as well in Pro Football Talk, and I was going to jump on it here. But what if, and again, I, I think we're, we're unfortunately dealing in hypotheticals here because, you know, by the time that those of you that listen to the podcast, by the time that you finally download this on, say, a Thursday, this thing could be over. I mean, Jerry Jones could have had his third meeting with Jason Garrett, made the decision that he's moving on, and it's all well and good. But in this moment, at 1, what, 12, 10 a.m. Pacific time, for some reason, despite three meetings, a third meeting coming up, Jer- Jason Garrett's still the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. And to Christine's point, there is the possibility that the the Cowboys could be either negotiating a new contract for someone to coach the team, or maybe maybe they're trying to find a way to keep Jason Garrett around, but just not as the head coach. Here's the theory from Mike Florio in Pro Football Talk. What if what if the Cowboys are considering hiring someone like, as Christine mentioned, Gary Kubiak to be the head coach, but with very narrow and specific duties given the health issues that caused Kubiak to stop being the head coach of the Broncos three years ago? Kubiak has rejuvenated Minnesota's offense this year. Maybe he could do the same in Dallas. With Garrett occupying a new kind of job, with a new kind of title, like simply coach. By the way, again, not hating here, but coach is not a new title. I, I don't I don't know where that came from, but that is absolutely not a new title. You know, we've come up with this very in, inventive and creative thing that we're going to call you, Jason Garrett. Are you ready? Coach. Huh? You like it? They did back it up, though. To basically Kubiak's head coach or assistant head coach or assistant to the head coach or co-head coach. It continues here quickly. Maybe the Cowboys will be the second NFL team to essentially have two head coaches. Now, you have to go back to World War II times, and I guess, Eddie, at some point your Steelers had a blended team with the Eagles. Go figure. With Kubiak installed as maybe a half step above Garrett, and with Garrett doing most of the heavy lifting that would otherwise be done by Kubiak. You know, I would almost I would almost buy Arnie Spanier and his quote unquote sources with the possibility of looking at a front office role before I think anybody would take less of a responsibility to have someone come in and take over their job that they've had for a decade, essentially, and and then, boom, you're, you're no longer the guy in charge. I, I don't understand how that would work. Wouldn't you have guys undercutting each other all the time? I mean, it would take a pretty solid relationship for something like that to work. I guess the bottom line here, more than anything else, is it's, is it's a question that kind of permeates beyond just – what we could debate here and it goes into kind of the compensation the opportunity to win I mean facilities aren't really a big conversation in the world of the National Football League but it does factor in when you have a stadium like AT&T Stadium is is the Cowboys head coaching job a good job if you're an NFL head coach or maybe we need to kind of pigeonhole that down a little bit if you're a college football coach and you're looking for that next step and Jerry Jones wants you is that the kind of gig that you would feel comfortable sliding into knowing that you're constantly going to have the overlord that will make every decision for you in Jerry Jones if you're comfortable in that go go do it if not it's going to be pretty hard to find a gig in the NFL where you're not going to have power that's just all yours. Not not many people get a John Gruden, Bill Belichick setup 
and maybe more specifically a John Gruden setup right out of the gate. It's like, ah, oh, welcome. Oh, you're a former college, you're a college coach right now. Listen, you're going to be the GM. Go, go find your personnel guy. That just doesn't happen. I mean, the owners want their, their say. So I, I want to get your takes on that. So we'll, we'll pull the crew when we come back on the Ben Maller show, but think about it. Is the Dallas Cowboys head coaching job still the best job in the NFL? Is it a big time gig? Absolutely. But is it a good job? I mean, is it, is it a place that should be able to have its pick of the litter? I'll say one thing in defense of it, and I can't believe I'm having to defend the Dallas Cowboys, but they've shown a commitment to a coach. Jerry Jones has shown that he's not necessarily going to knee-jerk at the first sign of problems. He's going to give a guy a chance. He gave Jason Garrett nine years. They gave Bill Parcells, obviously, as much time as he wanted until Parcells lost his mind because he was tired of the meddling. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Got your best tweets of the night coming up. Also, uh, Cowboy from Windsor is hanging there. We'll get to him. Wait, what am I saying? He's hanging in there. We'll get to him next here on Fox Sports Radio. In the meantime... In the meantime, I wanted to play a quick little segment of buy or sell with the crew. This is where I lay out either a scenario or, I guess, maybe more than anything else, ask a question, lay out a statement, maybe. And we'll see if the crew is buying or selling this, as uh, has kind of typified my takes tonight. We start with Eddie Garcia. So, Eddie, here's our first buy or sell. We'll go around. I got three of them. We'll be quick. I know we're up against it. But I want everyone's take on this, all right? Buy or sell, Eddie, and I know we've discussed this quite a bit, but the Saints are the team this weekend that could end up making a run to the Super Bowl. Uh, I would buy that, yes. Roberto, buy or sell, Saints are the team this weekend, playing this weekend that could make a run to the Super Bowl. Yes, uh, definitely. I those were one of my pre-predictions uh, to make to the Super Bowl again, the Saints. Nice, nice. Cooper, are you on board with this as well or nah? I am. Bye. All across the board on a buy. The only thing that could happen is maybe something weird. So, with that in mind, 
buy or sell, Eddie. There's too many bowls, and something needs to be done about the college game. To it's, uh, the toothpaste is out of the tube, so I just want to be clear. Nothing is going to be done. But buy or sell, college football has to fix its multiple uninteresting bowl games. I I am totally buying that. There are way too many bowl games. I don't even care about half of them. <laughs> uh, and, I, I mean, call me old-fashioned, but I, I think a bowl game should be a reward for a not just a good season, but a very good season. And, you know, going 6-6 six and six or, you know, being barely above 500, I mean, who cares? Why? I mean, I know they're just made for TV events, and I guess some people watch them. I don't. I, I love college football, and I have n- zero interest in <laughs> – the great majority of these games. Now, there were some great games today. We're not talking about, you know, the the Rose Bowl and those types Rose of games. Bowl even though great. even though they're not you know, there's the rotation and sometimes they're not a part of the the playoffs, but no, uh, they need to get rid of a lot of these bowl games. So are you trying to tell me you're not fired up about the Ticketmaster Birmingham Bowl today between a 6 and 6 Boston College team and Cincinnati? Or the tax slayer Gator Bowl between Indy and Tennessee. Is that what you're trying to tell me, Eddie? Because that's the vibe I'm getting. And I think I agree. That's uh, what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Roberto buyers sell that too many bowl games. I'm buying that. And now with the now that there's the now that they have the college football playoff, I don't that's the only those are the only games I watch. I don't even watch any other bowl games. Even even the Rose Bowl, man. I just love the Rose Bowl now. Don't care for yelled, it too much. I was getting yelled at for not talking enough about the Rose Bowl on Twitter. And then I realized, what more can you say? Oregon won. Congrats. Yeah, I mean, it's, that's <laughs> it's it. It's a hell of a game. Hell of a game. Uh, Coop, what about you? And I, I got to be honest with you. I'm kind of in on bowl games, but I also realized at one point, I'm not going to sit down and make time for a 6-6 six and six team playing Cincinnati tomorrow as far as bowl season is concerned. How about you, Coop? Chris, you can never have too many bowls. <laughs> <laughs> no, Something... I, I, Coop and I agree upon. I, I don't. I don't, e- I don't even. Uh, I don't. I don't watch college football at all anymore okay. these days. So, all right. Uh, fair enough. You know what? If 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 you have a gambling interest, it makes sense. I guess there's some easy money to be made here, but still, I just I love college football, and I've usually had the take of, listen, if you don't like the Bulls, don't watch them. But then I realized we're rewarding teams with mediocre season. And yeah, mediocre seasons. And yes, I'm all about the kids and making it a great experience for everyone involved. But uh, come on. Uh, and then, guys, since I won't have a chance to hang out with you, sticking with college football next week uh, as Big Ben returns, Eddie, buy or sell, Trevor Lawrence is going to do it again and upset LSU in the national championship game. I'm selling that. Um, I like Trevor Lawrence a lot. I thought his performance against Ohio State was phenomenal. Uh, and I really love the the Clemson program. If I was a five-star recruit and I could pick any program to go to, I would go to Clemson. Uh, but that having been said, Joe Burrow is out of this world. And LSU, I think, just has a little bit better athletes. So, And it's and the game, by the way, is in New Orleans. It uh, is in New Orleans. Yeah. So, um <laughs> Sorry, Clemson and Trevor Lawrence, it's not going to happen. Roberto, you buying that or selling it on Clemson for the championship game? I'm selling that to LSU. Joel Burrow. So damn good. Coop, how about you? Uh, You don't watch college football. Go ahead and just guess. (laughs) Go by the colors. Selling. (laughs) Uh, I will say this. I've been blessed in my other job, if you will, to see some of the best of college football up close for the better part of the last 20 years. And I have never seen a better individual performance than Joe Burrow last week. And I'm telling you what, it's, it looks like it's going to continue this week. I think you're going to, you're going to get a good game. Question though. Why why didn't he make it at Ohio state? Is that just bad decision to not go with Joe Burrow? The offense just didn't fit him. No, no. I think it's a great question. And since we're running so long here, let me table an answer to that until after Eddie Garcia's update. I'm trying to work on my clock management, Coop. I'm trying to work on my clock management, and it's been her- horrific today, Roberto. So, I mean, I, it's an improvement it's a, over the normal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but let me answer it after Eddie Garcia gets us caught up on everything going on in the world of sports and coming up today. What's going on, Eddie? 
Well, unfortunately, we had two legendary sports figures passing away on New Year's Day. Former NBA Commissioner David Stern dying at the age of 77 following a brain hemorrhage three weeks ago. Arguably the greatest commissioner in all of sports, he guided the NBA to unprecedented heights from 1984 to 2014. And former Major League pitcher Don Larson died at the age of 90. He's the only man in history uh, of baseball to throw a perfect game in the World Series. He did that for the Yankees in 1956 against the Brooklyn Dodgers. College football, he had four New Year's Day bowl games. In the Rose Bowl, Oregon gets by Wisconsin 28-27. Oregon quarterback Justin Herbert, known more for his arm than his legs, ran for three scores, including the game winner in the fourth quarter. Sugar Bowl, Georgia had a 19-0 lead at the half over Baylor and then went on for a 26-14 victory. Quarterback Jake Fromm, a couple of TD passes for the Bulldogs. In the Citrus Bowl, it was Alabama over Michigan 35-16. Mac Jones, three touchdown passes for Alabama. For Michigan, they now lost 16 straight games away from home against top 15 teams. And in the Outback Bowl, Minnesota gets a late touchdown to beat Auburn 31 to 24. The St. Louis Blues will take on the Colorado Avalanche at 9.30 Eastern. It's our Discover card key matchup brought to you by Discover. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year automatically with no limit to how much they'll match. Millions of people a year are getting their cash back matched. What are you waiting for? Learn more at discover.com slash cash back match. Now, Chris, uh, if you're keeping score, the Dallas Cowboys have now had, what is it, three meetings with, uh, with Jason Garrett? Third meeting today. Uh, and uh, we still don't know what <laughs> what they're going to do. So uh, we'll we'll maybe we'll find out uh, later today. Maybe not. But uh, they've got to have more meetings to figure out what they yeah, want to do. It's, it's, uh, it's America's team. It's the most American thing ever is to have an S ton of meetings that just waste everyone's time. I mean, yeah. welcome to America. I, I will. And I've been careful tonight, too, because, well, in a roundabout way, because by the time some of y'all podcast this, it could be done. I mean, you could be listening to this right now going, oh, my gosh, Plank was so hammered last night. He didn't realize the Dallas Cowboys moved on from Jason Garrett because this could happen in the next couple of hours. But I just I don't see it happening. I think they're going to wait and drag it out. I don't know why. I haven't been able to figure out why they want to drag it out. But at the very least, they're they're doing their due diligence on if they're better off going in another direction. Hey, uh, great news. There's a quick and easy way. You could save money. Switch to Geico. It only takes 15 minutes to see if you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Go to geico.com and see how much you could save. Real quick, before we get to Cowboy and Windsor, Roberto, you had asked, why didn't it work out for Joe Burrow at Ohio State? And it's interesting because I felt the same way. But think about who he lost his jobs to. JT Barrett and Dwayne Haskins. And you look back in the history of, of college quarterbacks and what they were able to do. Those are two pretty intriguing guys, and at least in one, a first-round pick that we think has a solid NFL future. With that said, Joe Burrow wasn't very good last year. I mean, you, there's a reason why my fellow college football dorks and myself are writing articles or throwing out talk segments about how this might be one of the greatest one-year turnarounds in the history of college football. I mean, you doubt, go go look at his numbers. And I just think, to your point, it's the perfect fit in the perfect place at the perfect time. And Ellis, or Ohio State didn't end up too poorly getting the transfer in Justin Fields, and now they're set for likely, what, at least the next two or three seasons. So it's one of the wild things in college football, the transfer portal now, and it has been for years, but uh, at least with now the immediacy of what has become almost immediate eligibility for any player that submits a waiver. Or maybe when you're looking at a situation where you have a grad transfer, Russell Wilson kind of started this trend, where you look and you watch, ah, they're so good there, why didn't it work out there? Well, if, as I've come to understand it, you know, Joe Burrow is one of those guys that was kind of a last-minute throw-in as a scholarship offered too. Like Ohio State and Kevin Wilson, who was their offensive coordinator, was kind of debating if he was even going to offer him. So it's wild. That's probably 10,000 times more than you ever wanted on it, but I think it's as simple as saying that he's landed in the perfect position with Joe Brady and Steve Enzinger running that offense, and it's just been an absolute match made in heaven. And his coach is smart enough to just get out of the way and let it go. So kudos to Ed Orgeron for making that move. All right, let's uh, because we're running short on time, and I never want to short my man Cowboy, let's hit up the phone lines and wrap up this edition of the Ben Maller Show with Cowboy's Corner. Cowboy from Windsor, welcome to Fox Sports Radio. What's going on? 
Oh, thank you. Boys, uh, uh, Michigan swamped Stanford 49 to nothing in the first Rose Bowl in 1902, but they're only uh, 8-12 and 12 in the Rose Bowl. My Uncle Huey Turner would have been 93 today, but he died of a brain hemorrhage at Who? age 69 in 1996. Who? And uh, on uh, January 1st, 1863, President Abraham Lincoln issued the Emancipation Proclamation, which freed the Confederate slaves, including... Uh, ostensibly, my great grandparents and uh, Castro also uh, Batista from Cuba, New Year's Day '59 and uh, December, uh, New Year's Day '62. The Beatles um, uh, failed their audition for Decca Records, which signed um, the Tremolos instead. On New Year's Eve '1972, Roberto Clemente died in a plane crash while delivering supplies to the earthquake ravaged Nicaragua. And yesterday, uh, Frank Langella was 82, as was Anthony Hopkins on uh, uh, New, uh, New Year's Eve. Country Joe McDonald was 78. Uh, Grandmaster Flash, 62. Morris Chestnut, 51. Get ass on Facebook. And, uh, 44. And rest in peace, David Stern and Don Larson. Speak to people tomorrow morning. I Bye. always enjoyed Uranus. <laughs> did you felt? Did you felt like? Did you feel like Roberto? You kind of accelerated the clock there a little bit. For Cowboy, he seemed a little bit rushed at the end there. No, we do that all the time to him. He, he, know, he knows the clock. Okay. I just wanted to make sure he knew that I was in no hurry. I did not. Did he give a shout-out to his uncle in the middle of that? Yes. Well done, Cowboy. Well done. All right, we got a break. When we come back, best to Twitter from tonight and some final thoughts before we make way for Clay Travis right here on Fox Sports Radio. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find yours in online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 